Welcome to the Lab Rats Podcast. You are now entering the maze. Drinking wine, that rough of a Monday. Yeah, man. Long day. <laughs> Got a busy week ahead of me. Did you yeah. have to, were you working this weekend at all? Or what's going on? Yeah, trying to get some trying to get some content out and then client meetings this week. So just trying to trying to balance everything. Yeah. What about you? I guess I don't even know what I'm asking. <laughs> <laughs> I just said, what about you? I was just going to answer how, how my Monday went. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, you have an all right Monday? Yeah. Yeah. No, it'll be, a, it'll be a busy month work wise, but it was a good Monday, I guess. And you're still working from home, right? Still at home until, uh, definitely until Labor Day, then they're going to reevaluate, which given where things are, I'm assuming it's going to get pushed back even further since there's been zero progress since this thing has started. So, wow. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. We're ne- we're nowhere close around here. And dude, it's like, it's wearing on me. I'll say the past couple of weeks, because like, I feel like everybody else has just like gone about their lives. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I feel like I'm the only one that hasn't. And it's because, because of Katie, you don't want to risk her getting exposed yeah. to anything. It's just, I would never, I'd never forgive myself if something happened. Yeah, no, it's, it's tough. That's tough. But it is what it is, as mm-hmm. they say. So, well, we are, uh, we are recording here on, on some new equipment today. So I know the last kind of few episodes have been kind of spotty on quality. There's been lots of echo and we've been kind of moving locations of recording and switching out equipment so hopefully starting now and going forward things are are clear here on out so thanks for uh sticking around and and dealing with the the poor audio in the past few episodes yeah yeah i'm excited about these mics so hopefully it shows although we're probably going to be the only ones that can tell the difference (laughs) all right so today we're looking at another article i think the last article we looked at was on sleep. Um, this one is going to touch on nutrition. It was an article I came across on the food network called eating by color. And it starts out by saying, you know, fruits and vegetables come in a wide range of beautiful hues, which each deliver unique health benefits. And, you know, we've all heard that we should eat the rainbow, like not referring to Skittles, but in terms of like nutrient diversity, uh, we should aim for a, a colorful plate of whole foods. That's a sign of nutrient density. And, uh, and that's kind of the point that the article was making. But is there truth to this? And, and that's kind of what, what caught my attention with this is because I've heard it so much, but I've never actually like done a deep dive on do the different colors like actually have anything to do with the nutrients? And, and are, are there certain vitamins and minerals that are identified by color. So that's what the article looks at. And that's what we're going to dig into today. So it starts off by saying fruits and vegetables are packed with not only vitamins and minerals, but also another healthy component phytochemicals. Uh, Every color indicates a different class of phytochemicals. Here's an overview of the health benefits. And then it goes on. So let me just stop there. Talk about what are phytochemicals. So 
for those that don't know, phyto literally means plant. So plant chemicals or um, phytonutrients is another name that's, that's often referred to in some studies. So it's, it's literally just the nutrients in plants. And phytonutrients are basically the plant's immune system. They, they provide protection from environmental stressors uh, and, and pests, and they're thought to be responsible for the color of a given fruit or vegetable. And it's kind of a generic term because there are thousands of compounds in plants ranging from beta carotene, lysopene, isoflavones. So all of these have different properties that impact the appearance of the plant as well as the nutrients consumed by humans. So after the article opens by saying your colors, then it essentially goes through each color. It goes, it starts with green, yellow, green, red, blue, purple, white, yellow, orange. So it goes into these different color groups and then basically says what phytonutrients and what minerals and vitamins are often most associated with that given color. So the first color it talks about is green. Yeah, so it gives some examples, you know, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, bok choy. And it says that these vegetables contain something called isothiocyanates. And these are compounds that are found in cruciferous vegetables that can help prevent cancer by cleansing cancer-causing compounds from the body. I'm reading what the article says about it. It says you reap the most benefits from eating these veggies raw. These veggies are also high in folate, a vitamin needed to form healthy cells. Okay. So let's just start off like with the first claim. Do, do these vegetables actually contain um, this compound? Yes, they do. Many green colored vegetables contain isothiocyanates, which comes from something called glucosinolate. Uh, and th these are found in sulfur rich vegetables like broccoli, cabbage, kale, Brussels sprouts. And yes, there is research to support that this compound could be beneficial in cancer prevention. Uh, particularly, at least the studies I looked at in bladder and prostate cancer. Now, I will say that most of the studies done around this were animal models. Uh, so there, there are limited studies in human, but based on what we know about this compound, it does make sense from a molecular level. And uh, they're continue, continuing to do studies on this. I won't get into the whole chemical reaction for how this fights cancer. I will put a study where they talk about what they think may be beneficial for cancer prevention, but the claim they make here is valid. There, there is some evidence to support that green vegetables with the compound isothiocyanate uh, can potentially fight cancer. So do all, and this kind of goes for every color here, do all green vegetables contain this specific compound or is it just the most common compound found among green vegetables? Yeah, good question. Not all green vegetables contain this. Uh, this is primarily found in sulfur-rich vegetables, which mostly are green. Cauliflower is, is white, and that's a, I believe that's a sulfur-rich vegetable. So no, not, not it's not like, okay, if you see a green vegetable or if, or if your fruit or something has a piece of green on it, and then it contains this, but many of the, of the uh, sulfur-rich green vegetables contain this compound. Okay. So then the next group they go into is yellow slash green. Yeah. So the examples they give for this are avocados, kiwi, leafy greens like spinach and kale, yellow and green peppers, zucchini, corn. And they say that these veggies contain something called lutein and zeaxanthin. And these are two compounds that are important for eye health. 
They claim that they ward off or delay age-related macular degeneration. Uh, yeah, so, that, so that's the main claim that they make here. So let's start off by, by looking at, at the compound that they're referring to. Yes, most yellowish colored vegetables are high in lutein and zeaxanthin. Um, a few that they didn't mention, uh, canna, cantaloupe, and this isn't a vegetable, but egg yolk. So I found a study and they, they actually looked at the lutein and zeaxanthin content. And I think the highest percentage was an egg yolk. Now that's not a plant, but the highest plant that contained these compounds was corn. And they were correct in saying that these compounds are well known for their contribution to eye health. Um, this, this is pretty well known. I found a study that looked at these two compounds in particular in relation to eye health. And what they, what they concluded is that these two compounds constitute the main pigments found in the yellow spot of the human retina, which protect the macula from damage by blue light, improve visual acuity, and scavenge harmful reactive oxygen species. They've also been linked to reduced risk of age-related macular degener degeneration and cataracts. So this, this one is true. They, there's some evidence here. Now, they didn't link any of their studies, but, um, but, th but there definitely is some evidence, and it's pretty well established that these two compounds are beneficial to eye health and found in things that they mentioned, like avocados, kiwi, corn, um, you know, yellowish tinted vegetables. I saw this article recently. Now I'm not going to um, say it's true or not because I did not look into it at all, but it was about um, eye health specifically and preventing age-related macular degeneration. And there's some early signs that staring at a deep red colored light will prevent eyes from degenerating. So I'm interested to see where that goes, but yeah, I just, I remember seeing those headlines. Yeah. I wonder if that's like the opposite of blue light. Cause we kind of looked yeah. at that, like this blue light cause macular degeneration. I wonder if, yeah, like the opposite of blue light, if it can actually like help your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one day we're going to get yeah. this eye, eyes figured out, but, um, yeah, you know, be able to be able to see forever, but yeah. Bionic eyes. I think that's what's going to happen eventually. Yeah. I'm hoping like, I, I really do think that. Someday we'll just either have contacts or we'll just all have, at some point you just get bionic eyes. Like <laughs> you'd, you'd be stupid if like you didn't replace your eyes with, with bionic eyes. Cause why, why wouldn't you want to see like an elf, you know? It's like the, um, Elon Musk's microchip brain, how we're going to be able to have basically yeah. connection to everything and speak to each other or speak through thoughts. Yeah. We're not going to speak. What do you say in like 10 years? We're not going to speak to each other. <laughs> Yeah, I said in 10 years we're going to be there. But yeah. I'm assuming it's going to be pretty far off. All right, we're getting off track. So that was yellow slash green colors of vegetables and fruits. The next one they go into is red. Yep, and the examples they give here are probably what you would think of. Bright red vegetables, tomatoes, watermelon, pink grapefruit. And they claim that this has a compound called lysopene in it. And uh, they say that that's what gives the fruit and vegetables their red color that may lower your risk of heart disease uh, and offer some protection against prostate cancer and even keep your skin looking smoother. This is true. Um, lysopene is found in many red fruits and vegetables, and it, it is the compound that gives that red color. In terms of 
its relation to heart disease, there have been some studies around lysopene consumption, even particularly tomato consumption and risk of cardiovascular disease. And um, the the few studies that I found did, did find that higher lysopene exposure is inversely associated with lower risk of um, cardiovascular disease. Now, it did say that further well-designed randomized controlled trials are required to assess um, assess this in more detail. So, and both studies that I looked at concluded that. So, this isn't completely unfounded. There se- definitely seems to be something there, but more work needs to be done. Like, is, is this association, does it exist just because those that maybe are eating tomatoes are generally healthier, so therefore they're they're not going to have, uh, you know, as much heart disease or is it actually due to this compound found in red fruits and vegetables? I don't know. More studies need to be done, but, um, but th- there seems to be something there. And then in terms of prostate cancer, I did find, uh, two studies on this on, on lysopene intake and prostate cancer prevention. And one of them concluded that there is a statistically significant inverse association between lysopene intake and prostate cancer. Um, but again, higher quality randomized clinical trial trials are required to clarify current evidence. And then the second study I found looked at something similar and it basically concluded the same thing. There seems to be an association between lysopene or, you know, red vegetable, essentially intake and prostate cancer, but higher quality studies need to be conducted. And then finally, uh, the, the claim they make here is skin health. They say that it can keep your skin looking smoother. Now there is some evidence showing that lysopene may protect against ultraviolet radiation, but I didn't find anything about making the skin smoother. Maybe that was kind of a, an assumption that they made. I don't really know where they got that. There are studies on lysopene and skin health. So, so that one's not completely unfounded, but maybe a little bit of a stretch. But yeah, most of what they claim here has some evidence to back it up. More studies need to be done, like with most nutritional studies. And interestingly enough, uh, I, I discovered that you know how they say that eating vegetables raw is better for you because when you cook it, it um, you lose the nutrients. You lose some of the nutrients. Yeah. So this is actually one where you gain more nutrients. It becomes more bioavailable as you cook it. Mm, interesting. So yeah, it's cooking kinda, your tomatoes. It seems to to pull out more lysopene. Yeah, it is. It varies by vegetable. Like a lot of people say, don't. Um, yeah, don't cook your vegetables cause you are cooking out the nutrients, but it really depends on the type of vegetable. Like you said with tomato, it's actually more beneficial to cook it. So, I mean, in the end, as long as you're eating vegetables, you're, you're better off than right. 99% right. of the population. But still, if you really want to get down to the nitty gritty, there are certain vegetables that are better to cook and others that are better to eat raw. Yeah. So this summer, grill up some watermelon. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever done that is that a thing no yeah yeah grilled watermelon really yeah it's weird i have to cook it up on the trigger and see how it uh <laughs> see how Dude, it yeah, tastes like uh wood chip grill yeah mm-hmm. smoked grilled watermelon yeah maybe it's yeah. the new thing right. <clears throat> yeah 
All right, so three more groups here. The The next one is one we've kind of touched on in our wine episode, and it's uh, blue slash purple uh, vegetables and fruits. Yeah, so they mentioned blueberries, uh, grapes, blackberries, eggplant, black beans. And they say that that deep hue uh, comes from anthocyanins, which is an antioxidant that may combat inflammation, which, as we know, is associated with many health problems from heart disease to autoimmune diseases. The darker the color, the higher concentration of anthocyanins. Yes, this is true. Berries and darker blue slash purple colored vegetables are rich in anthocyanins. And yes, they are an antioxidant that fight inflammation. Uh, we talked about this in our wine episode in a little more detail, so you can go check that out. But but this one is pretty well researched and well known. So so nothing surprising here. All right, the next group here is is white colored fruits and veggies. All right, so the things they reference here are leeks, garlic, and onions. Great for seasoning. Uh, it says this contains alliums, alliums, a l l i u m s, uh, which are are roots, and as I said, very good for flavoring. And uh, what they say here is that garlic may protect against heart disease, according to research. High intakes of alliums. Uh, may also ward off stomach and rectal cancer. As far as heart disease, there have been some studies on garlic and heart disease. There was a, uh, a systematic review that looked at garlic studies, and garlic supplementation does seem to reduce blood pressure. And like with any nutritional study, they say that more studies need to be done here, but there there seems to be something there. And then as far as colon or um, or even gastric cancer, I found I found one study on that. Uh, they they concluded that. Current epidemiological evidence is not sufficient to reach any definite conclusion regarding the association of garlic uh, and cancer, um, but there does seem to be a an inverse association between the two. So again, more work needs to be done. But the claims they make here are not unfounded. They're not unreasonable. I mean, I don't think you can say that it's, it's guaranteed or well known that the garlic is going to help with cancer prevention, but I mean, who knows? There might be something there. It's not going to hurt you to... Uh, he eat garlic, that's for sure. One other white vegetable is uh, is potatoes, which this reading this reminded me of something I heard about about white potatoes, and I don't remember where I heard it from, so I could be just spewing a bunch of garbage. But I heard that letting if you were this is really any white starchy vegetable or grain that if you cook it and then let it cool and then recook it, it makes it more starch resistant meaning it acts more as a fiber and less as a carb. So it's not going to spike your blood sugar as much. Oh yeah. So that's something to keep in mind. Um, if you're, if you if you do eat like a lot of white potatoes, let it cool first and then reheating it will, um, likely cause your blood sugar to spike less and it will act more as a fiber rather than just a straight carb. Yeah, that's good. I, I have heard that before. That's interesting. So the the last section here is yellow slash orange. Yeah. So think about your carrots, sweet potatoes, uh, or you know the OG of oranges, if you will, orange, um, apricots, pumpkins, uh, lemons. And so they say that orange colored produce is packed with uh, carotenoids, which turn into vitamin A in your body, and that vitamin A is needed for cell growth, immune function, and healthy vision. Yes. Orange colored vegetables are rich in carotenoids. This is well known. I mean, you've, you've probably read this somewhere before. Carotenoids is a general term. There are many different types. 
Beta carotene is probably the one that you've heard most often. And that's what gives carrots and sweet potatoes that orange color. Um, and yes, these, these vegetables are rich in, uh, in carotenoids and carotenoids are a precursor to vitamin A. And uh, we, we may have mentioned this on our immune episode. I don't, I don't remember, but vitamin A is really important for, uh, immune function, uh, vision reproduction and cellular communication. This is well known and well established. So eat your carrots, uh, you know, eat, eat your sweet potatoes. These are it's good stuff with good nutrients. So this claim is valid as well. So, you know, this is interesting. Like, you know, we, this is why we say like, you need to eat a variety of colors. Don't just, you know, have, have a plate that just is all sweet potatoes or, you know, it's just all berries. You know, you want variety, nutrient diversity is important. And this is why, because different colors really do have different, uh, different types of nutrients in them. So overall, most of the claims I think in this article had some legitimacy to them, you know, none that were really completely unfounded. Uh, they could have cited their sources better. They didn't cite anything at all. I really had to do some digging to to find all this information and actually find the studies. Um, the, they didn't cite anything at all, but I, I think at least the claims they made were relatively accurate. And I think they were trying to just give people a kind of a high level overview. But again, check your sources, check, uh, check the research when you see claims like this in articles. This one I think was, was really good and a good reminder to, uh, you know, eat a variety, uh, nutrient dense diet. Yeah. I think it's particularly important with fruits and veggies to, to change it up. It's so easy. Like I know for me specifically, I get in the habit of getting the same fruit and veggie. Like we always have apples and bananas, sweet potatoes, and broccoli. Like it's kind of those yep. four on rotate yep. and it's really important to kind of go out and, and switch that up every once in a while or, or every time we actually just subscribe to, to misfit. I think it's called misfits. The, okay. The, it's like a veggie and fruit subscription where you get kind of the reject foods that are oh, not. Yeah, yeah. I've heard of that. Yeah. So, and you each week, it's kind of cool. Like every week you get to pick, I mean, they have dozens and dozens of different types within, they break it down by type of, group like coniferous or um i don't really know the different types but they break it down yeah. and you get to pick like six to eight different types of fruits and veggies every box every week so oh wow yeah we got our is it is it always come like locally or um, is it from i don't wherever? know i i don't know i don't know if it comes from local farms or not i know it's i think it's like organic non-gmo yeah um yeah, so we we just got one box. We're on our second box now. So that's one way. I, this this is not an ad for them at all, but that's one way to easily get a, a variety without even having to think about it. Yeah, and like once you have the veggies and once you've paid for them, I know it's hard to not let veggies go to waste. Sometimes they go bad quickly, but if you buy them, you pay for them, you know, you're more incentivized to figure out a recipe that contains those veggies. And then you find something that works and then you're going to want to eat that, you know, more consistently. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. That's one way to, to do it or go to the farmer's market and just go to some vendors and pick up some veggies that you've never used before. I mean, there's really no, uh, no downside to it. Yeah. All right. I think that is a wrap on today's episode. Thanks for listening. And if you guys again have any topics or articles or really anything you'd like to hear, um, hear more about, 
shoot us a, a message on Instagram, on Facebook, and maybe we'll cover it on a future episode. Thanks for listening.